everybody, how you doing? Jethro Nolan here with another Drunkard's Walk. And by my side, my main man, my my the, the salt to my pepper, the butterscotch to my chocolate, it's Matt Hartman. Hey, hey Jethro, I'm, I'm happy to be the butterscotch to your chocolate, man. But I got to tell you, I have had a rough week. Oh, really? Have you now? Tell me about it. Yeah. What's, what's, yeah, what's been well, going on? So, um, so th- this is the craziest thing. I, I met this girl. Uh, she came because, um, she, she came to get some help from where I work because she was having all of these weird things were happening in her apartment. So I, I went over there and I checked it out and, um, it, it didn't look like there was really anything wrong. Well, turned out there was a lot of stuff wrong because, um, this, this Gozer character showed up on the top of her building mm-hmm. and, uh, there mm-hmm. were people that turned into dogs and, um, there was this giant marshmallow man we had to get rid of. And I'll tell you what, man, I mean, we saved the city, but Ooh, it was a, it was a rough ride the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, a, an interesting series of adventures. It sounds like yeah. you went on there. Uh, I hope, mm-hmm. I hope you get a chance to, to remake that series of adventures numerous times. Uh, we'll see what I'll tell you. One thing that's never going to happen is there's never going to be any sort of uh, ooze underneath the city or uh, talking uh, paintings that we're going to have to worry about. That's for damn sure. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's remarkably familiar the the scenario that you're laying out, and I wish mm-hmm. I I wish I could put my finger on uh, exactly where I've heard this story before. But mm-hmm. oh well, that's yeah. not the purpose of this podcast. But I'm glad to know that you're all right. Oh, I'm I'm all right, man. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, my week by comparison has just been pretty mild. I just I just oh, yeah? do my right? I just do my normal job, and then uh, hang out with my sure. wife, and you know we sure have dinner occasionally. I did I did make some Gosh. ribs. Which were nice. <laughs> that sounds great. But it's that sounds like you're really living the life. I, over there. It's not the plot of an '80s movie, so it, <laughs> it seems it seems uh, very oh, yeah, dull by yeah. comparison. It does. It does Maybe, indeed. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just glad to to be here with you now, um, and and not in that scenario anymore. And uh, I, I'm I'm excited to 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 go to go on another another journey through Wikipedia, honestly, because um, last week uh, we we really surprised ourselves. Uh, with kind of how well, well, we surprised, I was very surprised. You weren't terribly surprised, I guess, because you guessed a, a number that was pretty close to what we actually did, but well, uh, I guessed much higher. Um, well, Matt, as we've previously established, I have the confidence, the unearned confidence of a mediocre white man that's right. uh, in everything that I do. So I am, mm-hmm. I'm on the part of the Dunning-Kruger curve that thinks I'm a <laughs> genius at everything. So uh, oh, that's dangerous. It really is. Um, but but this week I I mean I anticipate uh, things will probably go well for us again since you know we know where we're starting and oh Jethro what uh, what I don't know where we're I don't know where we're ending oh good uh, heavens well we never do yeah. in, until we bring on the guests should we bring on the guests oh right yes that's a great idea there you let's go. do that all right yeah did you did you do you have a guest you know what I do uh, and you yeah. may have noticed on the Zoom call uh, that sitting with us is the delightful return guest Katie Terrara. Oh, there she is. Hello, Katie. Welcome. Who are you going to call, guys? You, apparently. You, yeah. It's Katie. Call you. Yes. Yeah. Hi, I'm so glad to be here again. Well, we're delighted to have you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome to, to have one of our patrons on uh, with us because that's a, that's a, that's a rare thing. Indeed. And, and I'd even, even better that we can now say patrons in the plural form. Uh, I know. For a while there, Katie, you were you were alone on that island of patronage. Yeah, uh, I'm really yeah. excited for the convention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to really be something. We're 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 trying to book the Monroeville Convention Center, but they uh, there's some there's some contractual problems that they're they're really they're they're going to insist that we have more than five people. So that's well, yeah yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll see. We we have a lot of great session ideas though. Uh, we really set up do. and ready to go. Yeah. Some drinking, really some walking. Gonna, there will be a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both of those. Um, well, thanks again for joining us. And sure. what uh, what have you been up to since we last saw? I think the last time we saw you was like season three, season yeah, four. It was. There. Yeah, it would have been like last summer. Uh, yeah, that probably would be season four ish. I like that. Yep, that's my guess. What was our? What was our? We we were going to like a a bracket type thing. We did. Right? Yeah, we went to the tournament bracket, and that mm-hmm. was my yeah. sneaky um, guerrilla marketing play for a show that I produced and host at the arcade called right. Bracket Night. 
right. uh, which now actually happens, which is awesome. Oh. Death Row was one of our panelists in December. It was super fun. He was he was exactly the right tone for. It was, well, it was it was it was a oh no. It was, no, it was a very great. it was a very no. I had a I had a lot of fun. Uh, Katie Katie did make the mistake of putting down a bottle of cinnamon whiskey near me. I did. Which, oh. Which uh, very quickly emptied itself uh, down my throat. You were Goodness. sharing it though. Uh, yeah, but I, uh, I was. Barely. I was, but uh, the lion's share of it uh, went to me because of because mm. of problems that I have that uh, I've not yet fully processed. Well, sure. it was funny sure. juice. Well, there we go. I, I'm, I had a great time doing it. And I'm, I'm glad you glad you enjoyed it. We did. We did. Yeah. Yep, and we're uh, and continuing to so do it's that. Still, yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say it's still going. So we're this. This is this is dropping around the middle of March. Yes. Is there something folks should be looking out for? Yes, thank you. So we're still finalizing the date, but it will either be the middle of March or the end of March um, at Arcade Comedy Theater Thursday evenings at seven thirty. So you can check out okay. the Arcade website or at Bracket Night bracket underscore night on Instagram. Uh, but next month we're doing our March. So this month, right. And the magic of mm-hmm. podcast time, mm-hmm. there you go. we're yeah. doing best uh, female vocalists, like the best kind of singer. So like Aretha oh. Franklin, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Dolly Parton. It's going to be a fun, uh, fun is, walk. Is, is Ella Fitzgerald in the running? Is she in the bracket? You know, the bra- the final bracket is not done yet, but yeah, okay. we, I think probably it's okay, hard because we have to pick 16. We can only mm-hmm. pick 16. I know, but Ella Fitzgerald should be on that list. That's a great point, Jethro, and I will I'll double check it. But I actually am not the engineer of the brackets. I just host the show. So there we go. I'll there check go. with the bracketeer on that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's make- been a lot of fun. <laughs> that, guy, that guy's getting arrested for bracketeering. Yes. That's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible to hear. I, I, well, I, I, my, my brain immediately went to the Rocketeer and they're like a superhero. Okay. The Bracketeer. Mm-hmm. Their superpower sure. is to decide which 16 things should be <laughs> yes. uh, pitted against what seeds and what goes yeah. up against what. Yeah. He's, it's actually yeah. very, it's more complicated. I tried to do it once and I was like, wow, this is harder than I thought it was. So, oh yeah. And, and, it. and all you're going to do is piss people off by virtue of what you left out and, and, of course. and the way you seated things like that's, yeah. I mean, that, but that's the joy of the show is that, you know, have opinions about things that ultimately aren't that important. That's right. And we do give people that's a true. chance to, from the audience, tell us what should have been in the bracket that wasn't. So Excellent. if Ella's that's not good. in it, good. Jeff, Jeff, Jethro, it's so weird. Jethro, you can come to the Jeff, show and just yell call at him Jeffro. me. You can, Jeffro. Jeffro. Please don't call me that. Please. I, I like, <laughs> I very much need to keep the world apart. You can call me either, but, but yes, please but not both. That's but right. not both. <laughs> not that's both. Right. Anyway. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, congratulations on that. I'm Thank glad you. to hear that that's that that's moving forward, and you're yeah. having fun with that. So, um, is that have have you brought us another uh, bracket related uh, topic tonight? Is this is this another um, uh, um, what do you call guerrilla marketing campaign yeah, here? No, but I appreciate the opportunity to just have talked about the show. So that's awesome. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, but if you may recall, and I'm sure your faithful listeners will remember, I had last time I was here is because I won the auction thing. So I got to walk yes. the whole time with you guys. And yeah. we got to tournament bracket so quickly that then we did another one. We did Roxanne, mm-hmm. the Steve Martin movie. Excellent. And right. um I picked that at the time because I had been reflecting on what kind of what are the the core memories of my comedy brain. Like how did I become mm-hmm. a comedy person? So I was thinking about mm-hmm. that again. Sure. Trying to like dig into like something that maybe is a little more esoteric. Um, or maybe not. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys are familiar with this. But where I would like you to walk to is to a gentleman named Tom Lehrer. Oh, um, yes. Oh, sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys would know Tom Lehrer, but your your listeners should as well. Um, and I knew of Tom Lehrer, who was a uh, – is, actually still is. He's still alive. He's 94. And mm-hmm. uh, in the 50s and 60s, he wrote piano songs. He was kind of like a proto Weird Al, except he mostly wrote the not always, but mostly wrote the the songs as well and wrote satirical songs. And mm-hmm. a lot of them had to do with science and math because he was also a PhD mathematician. Mm-hmm. And um, and so he had these a few albums. And my dad had one of the albums on a cassette tape, and on road trips we would listen to it. So uh, when I was a little kid, I learned about Oedipus Rex and what that mm-hmm. was from a song about Tom Lehrer. Uh, he has a song where he's saying, 
um, of the elements, all of the yes. elements ex- that were discovered at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a song about Werner von, von Braun, which is kind of funny and satirical. And also one called the Masochism Tango, mm-hmm. which I was like seven and was like, what's masochism? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> to that'll, my that'll, parents. That'll educate a kid real quick. <laughs> and they, I mean, they did a great job of not explaining what it was, except like some people like to hurt other people, basically. <laughs> what's the... That doesn't sound very kind. But it's no, but it's uh They're it's, called Republicans. Hi-oh! Hello! Hello! Hey! Tom Lehrer uh-huh. would approve of that joke. Uh yeah, so lots of fun. I would recommend everyone uh look him up. He has like three albums. But the other cool thing I learned, which will hopefully help you on your walk, two things I learned today. One is that in 2020, he put all of his music into the public domain. Excellent. Oh, so now wow. any Tom Lehrer music can be used at any time. And so, you know, comedy people out there might want to think about using some of it. Um, so that's so one we thing. should we should we should drop a song right here. Oh yeah, we could. Yeah, we you could, could actually. We could do uh, uh, poisoning pigeons in the park. Poisoning could, pigeons in the park. We could do National Brotherhood Week. We could do any well, any number of. of maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll put it at the end. What what should we put in? Because which which one should we pick? <sighs> I'm I'm open to. Uh, you're, you're our guest. I think feel like you should get the final say, but Jethro, if you have a strong opinion. Uh, I mean, I have uh, my my first Tom Lehrer song was Poisoning Pigeons of the Me Park, too. Which, which I'd heard on the Dr. Demento show. Yeah, uh, sure. Along with Masochism Tango. Uh, and and I taught Poisoning Pigeons in the Park to my daughter. And then we, we eventually watched like he did a concert in Sweden or something or Denmark, one of the Nordic countries that's just up on YouTube. So he's like wearing a tuxedo and tails and everything. And he does this hilarious concert to these stone-faced Swedes or Danes <laughs> who just sit there and are like sort of nodding approvingly, but not actually laughing. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Poisoning pigeons in the park was my would be my suggestion as well. Uh, All right, well, that's what we'll use one. then. So, folks, stay tuned to the end of the episodes to the end of this episode if you've never heard that song before and even if you had and you like it it's fun. and if you had it if you if you don't like it yeah. you should listen to it again because maybe your tastes have changed yeah and if you don't like it you're wrong just know that because tom lair <laughs> tom lair is a genius and uh yeah. he should be more and he also just walked away from doing like he was wildly successful he was at the beginning of when comedy albums were a right. thing Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's interesting about his recordings is he basically recorded the same song several different times. And so there are like, you know, five or six different versions of the same of the first album. And so collectors kind of like chase down the, the variants nice. that are out there. But he also he was on That Was The Week That Was. I think he was on The Electric Company. Uh, but he he just was like, no, I'm done with this. I'm going to go teach math. And yeah. has, has taught math for decades. Yes. Uh, wow. Like he, there was a Broadway show that that was a collection of his songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he, but he was like, yeah, I'm I'm good. I've I've done my silly juvenile bit, and I'll go on to my my first love, which is mathematics. Yeah. Wow. So he taught That's math amazing. and occasionally musical theater history at UC Santa hmm. Cruz for most of his career. Wow. Um, he also claims to have invented the Jello shot. Well. He's interesting. Um, he's, a, he's a man of many parts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, he, I mean, I'm sure you, you guys can find lots of ways to get to him, but uh, yeah, really interesting guy. He was sampled on a two chains song once, um, which when you get to the Wikipedia page, I won't spoil that, but I would encourage you to look for that paragraph just for your own edification. <laughs> That's pretty <Okay>. good. Excellent. <laughs> I can't wait. That sounds great. So it'll be fun. Wow. All right. Well, very cool. That's a that's a great uh, topic suggestion. And um, it'll be interesting to try to get there from Trilon. Oh, um, I don't even know what yeah. that is. I can't wait to find out. Well, yeah, you'll have to listen to uh, episode four, uh, which is coming right before you here. So great. you'll find out. Of course, uh, those of you who are listening now, you know what a Trilon is. So and, and if you continue to listen for another couple of minutes you'll find out but katie won't nope. because she won't be with us anymore but um we really appreciate the you coming on and uh and this is a great topic i can't wait to to venture off here excellent oh wait wait oh. we have to ask you if you're are you drinking oh, anything i am i am drinking oh. um a bit of jameson whiskey oh. excellent because because saint patrick's day is two days two days from now that's right because of saint patrick's day mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah, it was a wise choice that was <laughs> 
That's excellent. It's also I knew why you're doing it. Wednesday. <laughs> what day is uh-huh. it? I'm drinking Jameson almost every day. So every day oh, is there a good you go. day for Jameson. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It, it definitely is. Well, like I said, this is this is kind of our St. Patrick's Day episode. Nice. So we we should have been celebrating in a very Irish way, uh, but we we're not. So what are you gonna do? Um, Jethro, are you, are you having anything to drink tonight? Oh, I'm having, uh, so since we're recording this, uh, before the end of my, my dry February experiment, which Uh, is not going well, uh, cause the day, the day job is stressful and daddy needs a drink. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm having water cause I'm boring and middle-aged. Uh, but Mm. I tell you what, March 1st, when when I listen to this, when it comes out near St. Patty's day, I'm going to get some Jameson and, and drink along with Katie there. There you go. And you, That's sir, are you having a, a bevy? I, I am. I am. I'm. I'm continuing with my uh, what the the trend I started last week. Uh, now I'm drinking a Partake Blonde, um, which is another of the uh, the NA beers from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly tasty. It actually, tastes like beer. I don't believe it, but um, <laughs> it's totally true. So the blonde, the red last week, the blonde this week. So we'll see see what I wind up with next week. But yeah, that's that's where I am. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good stuff. Well, I, yeah. And again, if I had, I thought about the fact that this is coming out near St. Patrick's day, I would have absolutely had like a Guinness or something much more appropriate, but I totally forgot. Well, next week. So there you go. Yeah, St. Patrick's day is a multi-week celebration. So there you go. There you go. Absolutely. You believe we'll do the post, the post Patrick's party, so to speak. Excellent. All right, Katie. Thanks, well, guys. thanks, so, thanks so much. Thank you. And uh, we will see you soon. I hope. I hope so too. Take care. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. All right, Jethro. Always a delight that Katie. Yes, indeed she is. And and again, thank you to her for being one of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to join her and our other patron, Dave Foreman, you can do that. Go on over to patreon.com slash drunkards walk podcast, pick what level you'd like to donate at, and uh, you can do that. So we'd love it if you do. And um, we love you even if you don't. So there you go. We love you because you're listening. That's good enough for us. We do. We love yeah. we love you all in so many ways. So it's true. It's true. Here we are at Trilon. Yeah. And I feel like before we start uh, jibber jabbing about Trilons and such, that we should mm-hmm. make our guesses. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Trilon to Tom Lehrer. Yeah. I'm oh, very boy. excited about this because the desk, it's like the, 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 the exact opposite of the David S. Pumpkins episode where I'm so, I'm so excited to get to our destination because all I want to do is talk about Tom Lair now. Yeah, sure. I understand. Um, I have to come up with a guess on this. Okay. All right. I got my guess. All right. I got my guess. Good for you. Do you have your guess? Oh, I, I wrote my guess down immediately because I... Oh, okay. I, you, you wrote your guess down before we even started. Uh yeah, before I even knew what the suggestion was, I was guessing blind. That's what that's your thing. That's right. I know you love doing I'm, that. I'm all in uh, on, yeah. on my guess. I will say well though, done. I will say though that people are going to talk about this guess for ever. It, it may change the total wow. dynamic of our podcast. Uh, okay, what I've done here today. Great. Well, let's do uh, it, man. Let's get into it. Trilon. Um, if you if you don't recall from last week, is a three faced prism shaped object that can kind of uh, it, they can be made to rotate on an axle to show different images on the three faces. Um, and the way that that we heard about it and the way that we got in here was through game shows. Uh, that's where you see a lot of trilons on game shows, like The Price is Right and Family Feud and things along those lines. Mm-hmm. They're, they're an excellent way of hiding and then revealing information uh, to a shocked public. Uh, yes, they're also used in, total, in, totally in billboards, which Matt was really uh, gunning to find a way to to get through billboards. But mm-hmm. uh, billboards oh. are probably where you're going to see your trilons in real life, unless you yeah. are a a frequent uh, studio audience guest or game shows. But uh, correct, correct, they're out yes. there, kids. And I I would imagine museums uh, sometimes, particularly the interactive, kid friendly types of museums, oh. have uh, okay. have stuff where like they can ask a question and then like turn this over to find out the answer. There's probably mm. some trilons in your average yeah. uh, science or kids museum. Uh, yeah, there. I would guess that as well. Well, what I will say is um, in the trilon uh, article, it's, it's pretty short, but there are quite a few links out to various game shows. Indeed there are. Indeed there are. So, 
that may be our best path is to try to go through one of these game shows to get out into popular culture. Cause I can't, I can't see how prism or uh, billboard is really going to help us. No, I, um, I agree. But, uh, I agree. but which of these game shows do you think is going to be a good uh, match oh, to get us out of here? I've got a strong case to make, but if you've got a favorite, I'm happy to entertain whatever no. wrong, wrong answer you'd like to. No, I, I, I do not. I do not. Go ahead and hit me with what you got here. So I'm going to say where in the world is Carmen San Diego should be where we go. Um, that, you know, that's, that's a great answer because I just looked at that and thought, Oh, I think this might be a good one. Why, why did you think it was a good one? I mean, Matt, I'm, I, I'm, I see the whole journey right here in my head. I see, I see exactly wow. how we're going to get to Tom Lair. Okay. And I, I don't want to spoil it for the listener. I just know that where okay. in the world, uh, is Carmen San Diego is part of the shortest path. Uh, okay. and I, I can't discuss it further than that because otherwise I'm going to blow all the wonderful surprises that are waiting for us. Well, can I just ask you is, is in your brain, is this a musical path? Uh, not at all. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh, wow. Then you and I have very different ideas about the, the path through does, where in the world does, is coming. Does, does your path go through Rockapella? Yeah, it does. Interesting. Yeah, what absolutely. If, well, well, since we both agree on where in the world is Carmen San Diego, do we want to dive in and, and, and head yeah, let's here? do it. Let's do it. And let's be clear. This is the, the kids game show, not the video game. Um, because there was also a video game by this name or a computer game. I'm not sure if you, if you differentiate between the two, mm-hmm. um, I never owned this game, but I did own where in time is Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. And that one was pretty awesome. It is this, this show, I think I was a little old for it when it came out, um, because it came out, I guess, uh, September 30th, 1991. So yeah, I would have been a, se- a senior yeah. in high school. So I was probably way too cool for this, uh, when it came yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, even, even me who was a little younger at that time, I also didn't, I mean, I have seen it, don't get me wrong. Um, but I didn't watch it regularly. I think that it, I, I mean, it was on PBS, right? And when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, it's on PBS. But it was co-produced by WQED, which is the Pittsburgh-based was it um, now? PBS station. Yeah. That. Yeah. And, so there you go. I don't think WGBH it was filmed here. In Boston. Yeah. yeah, I think it was filmed in Boston. Um, Video t- videotapes anyway. in New York City at Chelsea Studios. Oh, oh, well, there you go. So, so never mind. Not, uh, not actually filmed in either of those places. Okay, so. Um, here we are. It's a half-hour children's television game show based on Carmen San Diego computer game series created by Borderband Software. Mm-hmm. Borderband. Um, it won seven daytime Emmys and a Peabody Award in 1992. Yeah, it's so all, it's all over is, the daytime Emmys. If you look, so if this you is scroll an, down. Yeah, this is an educational game show, and I like the fact that we have an educator slash, you know, comedian uh as as our as our destination and and i really think that you know i think rockapella the house band for the show um is going to be a great path out to to tom lair because you've got you've got a comic type of band that mm-hmm. did funny songs that were educational i mean it, it I, I could be describing i could be describing him i mean they were funny in the context of a children's program like you're not gonna you're not gonna pull out some old rockapella and and be like this will entertain me as a middle aged man. No, that's absolutely true. Okay. I, Whereas I, Tom I, Lehrer, totally. In fact, I would I would venture to say that middle aged men make up a disproportionate percentage of <laughs> the the active Tom Lehrer fandom. Uh, that's that's possible. I mean, though, as a, as a kid, I was also uh, amused by Tom Lehrer. Maybe not as a young kid, but definitely as a kid. My my daughter Maddie um, certainly enjoyed. Uh, uh, what of Tom Lehrer she has heard. Well, there you go. See, and I got to point out here, this is something that I didn't realize that there's a character that was introduced in season two of where in the world is Carmen Tio called Nimoy, K-N-E-E-M-O-I, Nimoy, a shape-shifting alien from the planet Roddenberry. Wow. Now for, for any of you Star Trek fans out there, you know what we're talking about here. But if you're not a Star Trek fan, Leonard Nimoy 
is the gentleman that played Mr. Spock and Gene Roddenberry was the creator of Star Trek. So good, good on these folks for giving us a little uh, Star I, Trek I am, in here. I am amazed that you have on every journey managed to find a uh, Star it's Trek beautiful. connection. We could go through Star Trek to Tom Lehrer, I bet you, because like the we're 60s man, 60s. 60s entertainment. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. There's a pretty quick path through there. Yeah. All right. So, way. so you want Rockapella because <laughs> it gets us into music slash possible comedy. I think it's. I think it's comedic educational music. I think. I think we're almost in his. You know, it could be. It, it, there could be a link to Tom Lair on Rockapella's page. Mm-hmm. Like influences, you mean? Yeah. All right. So exactly. let me throw something at you, because I, I appreciate okay. your energy and. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, we're all humming rockapella music in our head. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not in the public domain. So uh, please don't. Yeah. We're just humming it in our heads right now. Um, it's going to be a shame if all of our Patreon money has to go to pay off a, a, a big hefty settlement to rockapella's. Yeah. Yeah. That would be rough. That would be rough. Um, however, I'm going to yes. throw another option at you, and that is Lynn Thigpen, AKA The Chief. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, she, I recall that she is she is a comedic actor as uh, well. Yes. Uh I don't know that she's a comedic. I, I don't think of her necessarily in terms of comedy. I think of her no uh just in, in terms of being an actor. Like she's uh her comedy okay. roles. So the, the roles that stick out to me most from her are uh she was in this, she was in mm-hmm. the uh, I believe she was in the Warriors as the as the sultry voice of the the DJ, uh, are you familiar oh, with okay. the Warriors? Y- yes, the Warriors yes. come out a, to play. Piece yes. of work uh, of cinematic history, and it <laughs> sure it is. has aged beautifully. It has. Mm, it is not, not the case. <laughs> it is. It is just as weird and and well, like a. It's just like a strange found object that you're like, how was this ever, ever like considered like. Eh, a mainstream film. It's just so strange. Yeah. So it's weird. very strange. Very strange. Um, she's in that, but she was also in mm-hmm. another children's television program okay. called The Electric Company. Oh, and you remember Tom Lair being on The Electric Company. I do, in fact, remember Tom Lair oh. being on The Electric Company. So I I, see. I, I've given away my 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 plan here. But I think that Lynn you have. Yeah, you have. will get us to Tom Lair in a maximum of two clicks. Uh, whereas Rockapella, oh, wait, two clicks? You mean three clicks? Uh, I mean, we click on uh, Lynn Thigpen, and then we click on right. Electric Company, and then we're done. Right, and, we're, and then we're we done. click on Tom Lehrer. Yeah, so that's three clicks. Okay, fine. Whereas, 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 we could go from Rockapella and then click on Tom Lehrer if Tom Lehrer is on Rockapella's page. Yeah, we could do so that. I'm just saying that would be a shorter path. <laughs> It would be if it were, if, you know what, we could click on a National Geographic world. And if Tom Lehrer was on that, it would be a shorter path. Uh, yes. But I think that there's a good chance that he is on the Rockapella page. Okay. So there's a possibility that he's there. But then yes. the question is, what if Matt Hartman is wrong, as has often been the case, then what's our plan B? We've got no plan B out of Rockapella. Zero well, zip zilch. I'll bet you that Rockapella links to Lynn Thigpen as well. Okay. Okay. But we're, if then let's just go through Lynn Thigpen. No, because I think that there's a shorter path through Rockapella. That's my whole point here. And plus the other, the other part of this is too, I understand that you remember Tom Lehrer being on the electric company, but Mm -hmm. you also remembered like the Rose parade being at a certain time and doing a certain thing. And it wasn't true. Okay. You're playing the old man memory card. That's all I'm saying is even, even if Tom Lehrer was on the electric company, which I'm not arguing that he wasn't listen to me. Okay. I listen to me. Ageist. All right. Listen to me. Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen. Go ahead. Just because he was on that show doesn't mean he's going to be on that Wikipedia page. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, so you don't not, know it's a sure thing either. That's my point. It's not like it was Saturday Night Live, you know? No, well, I don't know. There were quite a few episodes of The Electric Company, man. I think they're still running it. Hey, you guys. I think they're still making are, new. What? You're, <laughs> yeah. kidding, you're kidding me. They're still making. Yeah. New? It went away, but I believe it came back. Ugh. 
Wow. I did. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it is, it is, it is the mad TV to Sesame Street's SNL <laughs> of entertainment. Like it's, it's always second place. In ter- and, and it had it like, I mean, it had uh, Morgan Freeman on it. Who else was on there? Like, yeah. 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 Ruth oh, Buzzy, I want to say something like that. I don't Maybe remember. Maybe I'm Ruth thinking Buzzy, of laughing. Yeah. That's definitely laughing. Um, but there definitely are other people who went on to fame uh, that were on the electric company, no doubt about it. But I really do believe, look, I really think that Rockapella is going to have a Tom Lehrer link out of it. Now, if it doesn't, it will have a Lynn Thigpen link. So that is your out. So I do say that we either try rock and, and, and look, I was going to argue acapella for a little bit, but I don't think that Tom Lehrer ever did anything acapella. He famously played the piano. I think it was all piano, right? I mean, all piano, even though, well, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess it, I guess as long as there's some music being played, it's so going to be not I, I, acapella. Yeah, that, that's by definition. Um, so okay. I, I guess the thing for me is my only exposure to acapella is through where in the world is Carmen San Diego. So I haven't listened yeah. to their non-Carmen San Diego canon. So they don't have any non-Carmen San Diego canon. They are literally the house band for Carmen San Diego. That's how they exist. Okay, that's but, why but, they exist. That's what they are. But I guess then, then what's the connective tissue to Tom Lehrer? Like if they don't do the kind of lighthearted comedy songs that Tom Lehrer did, wh- where's the connection? I'm saying that it is the same, that they are comedic music that is educational, which is exactly what he is. They're in the same genre. Oh, I don't think. Regardless Tom, of where I, they perform. I don't think Tom Lehrer's music is educational. Oh, I'm sorry. But that, that chemical element song is played in every chemistry uh, classroom okay. across the country. That one, that one notably accepted like math. And there's other math. There's other math and science ones too. Uh, yeah, but I think those are written for entertainment rather than. Uh, for pedagogical I, use. I agree. That's why they were written, but they have been used since then in classrooms. Oh boy. All right. I, I, I would like the record to note that I strongly disagree <laughs> with this, but since I have browbeaten you into enough, uh, come along with me, despite your, your lack of enthusiasm, I guess I owe you a few. Uh, let's go to Rockapella then. He Sweet. said unenthusiastically. Sweet. All right. Rockapella. Rock-a-pella. Here we go. Here we go. That educational computer game of the same name. Yeah. Published by Broderbund. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've got so many members. Life after Rockapella. They've got a, they they consisted of Brown University alumni, Sean Altman, Elliot Kerman, Steve Keys, and David Sticks. Uh We've got Whoopi Goldberg's on here. Jay Leno is on here. Do you see Tom Blair? I'm I, I'm working on it. All right, I haven't gotten all the way down to the bottom yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were oh in man. a, a Taco a small Bell commercial. World is on here. Yeah, Nomeo and Juliet. Boy, there's all a Rockapella Holiday. Oh man, there must. Well, I guess they do have a bunch of other albums. So I, I take it back. I thought they were just that band, but no, they got all kinds of stuff going on. There is a Rockapella timeline showing the. Various members that have changed in and out over time. Uh huh. It's now uh-huh. it's now no longer recognizable uh, for, and they don't even have a baritone anymore. They mm. Elliot Kerman was the baritone, and he was in until uh, two thousand four, and then they were like, "Eh, no baritones after that." It says here Altman also released three solo albums and two Jewish comedy albums, one of which. <laughs> One of which to go along with his solo comedy act, Jumungus. Wow. Have you ever heard of that? I Jumungus? have I have not. I've heard of Jumanji, but not Jumungus. Uh, yeah, different, different thing. Oh, look at this timeline. Wow, there's a timeline at the bottom with all sorts of stuff on it. Yeah. Wow. And a ton of albums. Holy cow. International releases. Okay. They've got a number um, of songs that were used in commercials. The Muppet Beach Party. Zappa's universe guts. What on earth is all of this solo and other CDs? Okay. It's really interesting because you know what I'm not seeing. Hold on. Matt. I haven't gotten all the way to the bottom yet. So it might be still on here. He might still be here. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm really not seeing. Hold on. I just don't see it. I just, I just don't see any shred of it is any mention of Tom Lehrer or anything Tom Lehrer adjacent and i don't even know that i see a lynn thigpen uh reference here 
which is a damn shame. I do see links to Whoopi Goldberg and Jay Leno, who are both yeah, I mentioned, noted I mentioned comedians. Before. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm repeating here. I'm not saying I discovered them. Mm-hmm. For heaven's mm-hmm. sakes. Mm-hmm. Listen, don't get don't get frosty with me just because your prediction uh, failed miserably. It mm-hmm. failed miserably. Well, it made sense to me. <laughs> so I don't understand. I don't understand what the problem is here. Maybe, maybe, and this is just. This is just a sliver of a chance that uh, Wikipedia does not operate the way our brains do. Uh, in fact, this podcast is testament to the fact that is that is usually the case that what we think doesn't exist. But we can't even get to Lynn Thigpen through here, which is a damn shame because she's done so much, and we we have dishonored her by choosing Rockapella over her. Okay, I okay. Fair, fair enough. I don't see Tom Lehrer on here, and you're right. I don't see Lynn Thinkpen either. But what I do see is a link to Schoolhouse Rock, which I would have put in the same genre as these two as well. Did Tom Lehrer ever do anything for Schoolhouse Rock? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. Oh, hmm. that's surprising to me. I guess I would have assumed that he would have. And I think that was that stuff was all. Now there was Schoolhouse didn't they use... Rock Live, which is a similar type of musical to the Tom Lehrer musical. Yeah. Um, so we theoretically could get to Broadway, but that's, that's a pretty. Well, did, but they didn't, they didn't have schoolhouse rock stuff on the electric company. Why did I think that they did? Um, I don't know. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, my, my memory of schoolhouse rock stuff was from just Saturday morning cartoons where they would pop up. Yeah. Periodically. Yeah. Well, you know what is on here if if we absolutely need it is PBS is on here. So PBS is going to have the electric company on it for sure. Um, but I really thought that there was, I thought this was going to be faster. Did you know? Did you know? I did. But it wasn't. So I um, I can admit when I'm wrong. And um, I, I just wish you could admit it before you're wrong. That would be, that would really, <laughs> that's a little tougher for me. Uh, no, because I mean, you've been wrong this whole time. So let me, let me, let me admit. Mm. I, I wish you could admit it before we follow through on your wrong ideas. Uh, mm, I see. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, what about Whoopi Goldberg? So Whoopi Goldberg did a Broadway yeah. show. Um, she's famously got an EGOT uh, or has, has achieved EGOT status. However you want to phrase that. Um, she does comedy. Um, there might be possibly a way out there or, or do you think PBS is really the way to go? I mean, well, we, I mean, I we think could if, go if back to get... where in the world is Carmen San Diego, but that feels cheap and our, our listeners deserve better, quite frankly. Well, so here's the thing. So I've got a couple different answers for you here. First of all, I think if you want to get to the electric company, PBS is, is definitely the best route to take. Uh, but that being said, there is also a link to Carmen San Diego, the media franchise. So that is technically a different page than the one that we were on and it may have Lynn Thigpen on it um but mm, I guess that there's a chance that that's not going to be the case also I don't know I yeah I do I do think that PBS is probably a better thing although you're right Whoopi Goldberg is like such a huge media personality and she has been in so many things including Star Trek The Next Generation that I think there's a chance that maybe there's a faster, maybe there's a, you know, I, I guess, did she ever show up on the electric company at any point? Uh, I don't know. I think that was before her time. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. Well, I, I mean, what do you mean before her time? I mean, like she, before she was a big name. So yes, she, so she true. broke like in the mid eighties when Mike. No. Nichols, yes. Early eighties, right? She broke. In the mid '80s, when Mike Nichols directed her one-woman show, which I saw on HBO, and then she immediately got cast in *The Color Purple*, which mm. is when she she took off. Uh, okay, that was I was living in Texas, so it had to at least be 1984. But I would okay, I would have guessed. I, I, I'm I'm comfortable saying that that is uh, mid. I would have put it earlier than that, but I but that's fine. I I believe your your timeline based on your where you lived. Um, so, so, I mean, yeah, your call at this point, because I've clearly, you know, taken us down the wrong path. So, well, and you think that PBS is going to 
there's going to be an electric company link from PBS because this is a situation where PBS they produce a whole lot of shows. I would they think do. I they would do. I would think they that do. they would probably have like another click to here's a list of shows that PBS produces. It, it's certainly a possibility. Um, um, the bigger challenge for me is like Tom Lehrer. I don't remember him from things like I, I, I could only name a couple people from the electric company. Mm-hmm. I could also name only a couple people from uh, actually I can name zero people from that was the week that was, which was like a, uh, an early comedy show uh, mm-hmm. from the sixties that he did musical bits on. Uh, mm-hmm. during his tenure. Uh, he just didn't perform with with people like he was a solo act. So it's going to be hard to find a thing that he was in. So maybe PBS is the safe way to go. Uh, and Whoopi Goldberg will have to wait for another trip. I mean, is there a way into Dr. Demento through any of this? Because mm-hmm. he was absolutely on Dr. Demento quite a bit. Yeah. And I see, I see like the word, I see parody on here. Um, like just music and studios and things like that. Or, is it, or is there a way to... Um, is it specifically musical parody? It's... No, it's just parody in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, was there a faster way to um, to Morgan Freeman from, from one of these things? Because there's a bunch of... Yeah. Like movies and things like that listed on here, but I don't... I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. This place that we put ourselves. I do like okay. the idea of, of going through parody, uh, just because it's it seems like an interesting journey. Not because I think it'll be a particularly quick. Uh, yeah, he's not because he didn't do parody songs per se, right? I mean, we wouldn't, or would we call them parody? Um, I don't know. I mean, I would I would say satirical, probably more than parody. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I think parody. I think like weird out like that's the type of thing i think i want to think parody yeah um so but but i mean a parody of that type of music perhaps you could consider that we right? did like a, a like a whiff and poofs parody uh in in one of his things i don't know it's i mean mm-hmm. parody could get us closer like to that style of comedy but mm-hmm. i don't know that it's but it would also be an interesting place to go so i'm fine to go with parody if you want rather than let's do it more, let's I go mean, through parody we've man. already blown my shortest route possible uh thing okay uh, okay well we'll uh, man, okay man, well I'm don't not... hey don't talk too much about it now because if we tie you can go ahead and and, and travel down your little path yeah, right so my little path there we go yes all right so all we're right. clicking so on parody. parody it is fantastic so uh we got a link to buster keaton here already well, see, there you go. Which is fantastic. So we've got music. Weird Al Yankovic is listed here. That'll definitely get us to uh, Tom Lehrer. I would think as, that Tom Lehrer would be one of his influences. Um, well, I would. I thought that about Rockapella. So just musical parody is a link out of here too, mm-hmm. which might be that that I would feel even better about than Weird Al Yankovic because I feel like musical, par- well, I guess we said he might not be considered parody, so maybe not. Um, but I would think of it as, uh, I would think that he would be on musical parody. Um, although it may be, I mean, it, he may be still on this page somewhere. So let's not, let's not jump away too quickly. Um, probably not under film parody, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Casino Royale. There's Casino Royale. There's a lot of, Mon- lot of Monty Python. Jonathan Swift and Alexander Pope uh, listed here. Par- yeah, there, there's a whole parody music section. Self parody. Ricky Gervais. There's a link to Tom Lehrer. See? <laughs> see? What do you, you say? See? <laughs> I do say see. I said, yeah, I brought a parody. You were thinking about not doing it. We, we figured it out and we got here. Where, where do you see Tom Lehrer? See, it's, it's under C also. It's a uh, Tom Lehrer oh, and also. Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, it's right at the, oh, it's, there it's like the second to last link in the parody section. There he is. Tom Lair. Well, let's go. Mr. Tom yeah, Andrew let's do Lair, it, man. born April 9th, 1928, retired American musician, singer, songwriter, satirist, and mathematician. Indeed. Satirist. See, so they don't even call him a paradier. What do you, what? A paradist. Um, his genres are novelty, satire, comedy, and science. 
So there you go. See, that's what, that's where I was, uh, that's where I was coming at for that educational side of things. But, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and look at that. It says right there, early musical work typically dealt with non-typical subject matter and was noted for its black humor and songs such as poisoning pigeons in the park. I'd like to take you now on wings of song as it were, and try and help you forget perhaps for a while your drab, wretched lives. (laughs) Here's a song all about springtime in general, and in particular about one of the many delightful pastimes that the coming of spring affords us all. Spring is here, suffering is here. Life is skittles and life is beer. I think the loveliest time of the year is the spring. I do. Don't you? Of course you do. But there's one thing that makes spring complete for me and makes every Sunday a treat for me. All the world seems in tune on a spring afternoon when we're poisoning pigeons in the park. (laughs) Every Sunday you'll see my sweetheart and me as we poison the pigeons in the park. When they see us coming, the birdies all try and hide. But they still go for peanuts when coated with cyanide. The sun's shining bright, everything seems all right when we're poisoning pigeons in the park. La la gained notoriety and caused much anxiety in the Audubon Society with our games. They call it impiety and lack of propriety and quite a variety of unpleasant names. But it's not against any religion to want to dispose of a pigeon. So Why don't you come with me and we'll poison the pigeons in the park? And maybe we'll do in a squirrel or two while we're poisoning pigeons in the park. We'll murder them all amid laughter and merriment, except for the few we take home to experiment. My pulse will be quickening with each drop of strychnine we feed to a pigeon. It just takes a smidgen to poison a pigeon in the park. Fantastic. There it is. That's the week. That was the week that was. There's your little thing about that. Well, I don't want to read too much about this, I guess, because we're going to be doing that next week. But indeed, indeed, um, indeed. Well, Matt, we got it. We did. We've done the thing we set out to do. Now we've got a little mm-hmm. bit of paperwork to to wrap up here in terms of our guesses and such. We do. We do. You seem excited about that, which is upsetting for me. So, uh, what uh, what did you guess? Jeff? Well, I was a lot more excited before we went on the journey than after because uh, I see. I don't want to. I don't want you to feel bad, but we. Took longer than I thought, but I, I guess we're oh. going to make it in four. What do you mean? That's how many it took, Jethro. It took four. Did it take four? Look at that. It worked for us. I don't count along the way, so I'm always surprised when you tell me. What about yeah. you, sir? What did, what did you guess? Five. I I had a beat on that whole Lynn Thigpen thing from from the jumps jumps. I know, so. and I tried so hard to 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 bomb it because I knew I knew you guessed a low number. Oh. And so I thought, well, if I can get him into Rockapella, maybe so we can get far enough away. It'll take game. a little bit longer. Yeah, I was, you take, I was playing, playing the strategy, the strategy game. game. And here Damn I, right was I was believing you like a gullible chump. Yeah. Trying to be you a good for friend it. and a good you fell for it. Yeah, it'll be the last time, my friend. I tell you what. I know. I tell you what, this painting over here is What's telling that? me to do some bad things. And I'm going to make sure that you end up in a river of pink goo underneath Pittsburgh. No, no. Oh, I knew it. Oh, gosh. Well, at least uh, at least we had fun uh, going to Tom Lair. And that is our second four in a row there. So we had four last week and um, four this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, there you go. So we're, we're bringing that average down, man. We're, we're bringing it down. Our se- but our season average is at five because uh, we had that seven at the start of the season. So, yeah. Also, you, you want to know you, you want to know a fun thing? What's that? Lynn Thigpen? Apparently not, yeah. not in the electric company. Is that right? 
<laughs> oh, you were so sure. I was so, oh. so very sure. So very oh. sure. I was, I uh, I was she convinced was, she by was, you. She was in the Warriors, but uh, apparently uh, now I now I have to know who the hell was was I thinking of? Uh, Not in the Electric Company. Well, that's craziness. Well, and also like probably would have. Oh, I should have just let you do it. I should have just let you do it. You, <sighs> you really should have. I got you there fast. I got you there in the amount of time. Oh, my! I was hung on my own petard. Oh boy. Boy, howdy. Well, dodged a bullet yeah. there, didn't I? Yeah, you sure did. Oh, I was thinking of Rita Moreno. What? <laughs> you were? I guess. I. Yeah, I, I guess. L- looking at the cast, I'm like, there's nobody here that I would have uh, uh, mistaken for Lynn Thigpen. Huh. Again, like it was it was Mad TV to Sesame Street's SNL, so. And well, where did, uh, so when, when was the electric company on? Cause she, her television career didn't start until 1981. So, uh, she, it was from the early seventies. Yeah. Uh, so, so she's so 70, 71 to 77. Yeah. So I was, yeah. I was way off boy, Matt, yeah. thank God we went through Rockefeller. <sighs> You're welcome. <laughs> like I said, I'm con I'm confident in, in everything. Completely undeservedly. Uh, yeah, I really should have just let you do it. It was just like I said. It was just like I said. You totally messed it up. Oh, I should have just let you do it. Oh. Mm, I thought I was. I thought I was being clever, and instead I was right. Ah, well, it happens. It happens. Oh, well. It happens. That's what occurs. Well, uh, a pleasure walking with you, sir, and congratulations. You've taken the lead on the season. Three straight wins gives you a three to two. Uh, advantage over me as we move into um, week number six next week. So I look forward to seeing what happens. Cheers. Hey everybody, Matt Hartman again. Thanks so much for listening to Drunkard's Walk. A big thank you to Jesse Ali for our theme music and Nick Harmio for our artwork. And hey, we want to let you know that right now, Pittsburgh Magazine is having their Best of the Berg nominations. They do have a podcast category, and we'd love it if you'd give us a nomination. So in order to do that, just head over to the Drunkard's Walk podcast Facebook page, and the link is pinned right there. You can just click on it, or you can just go to pittsburghmagazine.com, look up Best of the Berg, uh, find that Arts and Entertainment, I think, or Arts and Performers section, and uh, go to podcast and just put our name in there. Um, It should even appear in the dropdown, because I think it's been nominated at least once already. So if we get that nomination, that would be fantastic. We appreciate it. We appreciate any ratings or reviews you can give us as well. And we look forward to doing it again next week. Take care, everybody.